Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio, this is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, specifically with your money, your work, and your relationships. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Rachel Cruz is my co-host. I am Ken Coleman, and we are thrilled to be with you. We'll take your questions about your money and uh, and work-related and income issues today as Rachel and I sit in together. Thrilled to have you with us. John is up in Dallas, Texas. John, how can we help? Okay. Hello, John. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. You bet. Okay, so um, I'm a band teacher in a uh, public school. Um, I'm single. I'm debt-free. Um, I have four months of my income in emergency funds, and uh, I'm pretty much in control of my budget. Uh, the part where the reason for my call is that 40% of my income right now is going towards my mortgage. And uh, the way I had tried to justify that the 15% of that was oh, I'll just cut back on these ratios of my budget um, to fit that, you know, that payment. And so I've been fine. I still have about 13% left over miscellaneous after uh, putting in for retirement and savings. But I'm really calling to find out, you know, if I'm lying to myself about what situation I'm in or if I'm truly okay. And and last little last little thing is I, I really just found you guys two weeks ago through the uh, – the happy hour that you guys have. Oh yeah. And, oh, uh, smart just, start, money happy and just started following, just started following your stuff um, intently the last two weeks. So it kind of put me in a guilty place of uh, thinking, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. Well, you've done it a fantastic job up until that point, John, without following. I feel like we're the only, some of the only voices out there that are like be debt free, have an emergency yeah, fund, all that. Sure. And you've done it all just on your own, which is very impressive. Um, so yeah, so the 40%, uh, it is high. I mean, we really do say 25, if you push it to 30, you could, but that 25 marker is kind of where we usually land because, um, because we want you to be able to have margin with your money and with your income to do other things. But the fact that, yeah, where you are life, um, season of life wise, being single, no kids, like all of it, like you could, you could get away with it if you wanted to, but I just think, John, you would have more of an enjoyable discretionary life and income yeah, and stuff with it right. not eating up more than, you know, close to half your income. Is that take-home pay, by the way? Yeah, that's take-home pay. Okay. And where, tell me about your living situation. Are you living close to the school? Are you house? Are you apartment? Are you condo? Like, where are um, you at? So I live, so, right. So I live in a house um, where I got my mortgage and, uh, I'm basically about 30 minutes away from the school that I teach at. Okay. So I teach in a suburb away from my um, school just because I couldn't even afford a house by my school. Yeah. And um, and so really the reason why I got into the house was I was like, okay, it, it was a new build, so I was going to go into a bidding war with people at the time and interest rates. and um, But, you know, like you said, I, I felt guilty about that 15% of like – you know, being debt free, I'm like, I'm kind of like, shouldn't I feel better about myself at this point being debt free? Like, that's kind of what made me yeah, really start to question that 15% that was going out to my mortgage. Even though the area that I live in, you guys just talked about earlier, you know, it's about 30% of my income just to rent around where I am anyways. Right. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, at least I'm investing 15% in something that's appreciating. Sure. So, so again, I don't know if that's just me lying to myself again, or if that's just 
you know well I'm i think just, you answered really trying to not yeah you answered it in right. a way though john because you you said i feel like i should feel better being debt free yeah. than at this point and i mean for you math wise how much would 15 percent back in your pocket be for you do you do you know that math off the top I of your mean, head? It's about it's about six uh, six to seven hundred dollars. Okay. You know. Are yeah. you single, John? I am. Yeah. Look, one option for the short term, and I, I don't know. I'm not getting in your relational business, uh, but would you be willing to get in a roommate or two? Well, it's funny. I, I asked someone now, and their their reply was get married. Um, and so, well, yeah, well, yeah uh, except for the fact we got to find the right person and make sure it's the one for the rest of our lives. Right, right. Yeah. Are you dating Absolutely. anyone? Like, is there someone? I mean, no. That's, no. Okay. I mean, sure. Are you open say, to a roommate? Point, though? you know. Yeah, roommate. At, at some point, I would like to do that, but you know, there's a little bit more to it than just math. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've considered a roommate. Um, and to be honest with you, being a, uh, a band teacher, I mean, I can, I can definitely. Uh, the way I thought about it was I can give lessons here and make up for that area of my budget to compensate. And so I don't know if that's something that's also like an option. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, the way to fix the 40% is up the income or move or, you know, or find somewhere different, but do you want right. to, is it worth working extra for you to stay in the house? That, that would just be the question. Yeah. That's, that's the question that I honestly kind of go back and forth in. Yeah. It's kind of that time um, versus I, I money like thing. In a house. You know, I do like living in a house, and and this current market that we're in, to be honest with you, as a teacher, it's very hard to even get a house. What do you like, so? I like I, so what do you owe on the house? Uh-huh. Um, I, it's two hundred thirty. Uh, original was two hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and what's owed now is two hundred thirty. So here's my question: If you're willing sure. to have a roommate or two for a season, maybe it's a year or two. I'll tell you, a year goes by fast. You know. To, I'm just asking right. you to consider it. I'm not, you know, you have to comment here yeah, on the no, air. Of but, but all of a sudden, if you were to able to take that rent that you were to get from someone and put that towards the principal, you have no other debt. You could knock that principal right. down, and now you put yourself in a really good situation. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're reducing your right. expenses, so you've got more margin. If you want to start getting lessons on top of that, I just think I would consider that, given the fact that rent is going to be really high where you are and you're already in and you're single because he's single, yep. Rachel. Yep. I kind of want him to hang on to this thing and yeah. find and find another way to reduce expenses. Do you see your regular um, income as a band teacher going up, John? Like what's the, what's the percentage for teachers? Like what's the raise? I mean, to be quite honest with you, I think for any teacher, they would love to tell us that our raises go up every year, but really what it does is, our raises go up with inflation. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's not that, yeah. So in other words, it, it, it sounds like it's going up in salary, but it's just really going up with inflation. But you yeah. got your summers, brother. What are you doing this summer? Uh, my summer has literally been, I, I, so I'm a pretty frugal person, and uh, my summers are really just staying home cooking and just enjoying not uh, commuting, <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. Well, if you want to stay in there, I think Rachel asked the right question. Do you Are you willing to get a roommate? Are you willing to work during the summer, bring in some extra income, all to keep the house? And and that's your decision. I don't get a say in that, yeah. neither does she. But I will no, tell you, if, if I was playing the role of your older brother, I'd say keep the house, but change your income situation or reduce your expenses because mm-hmm. you're in. Yeah. And, and you could even, and even do the math, John, for next summer and say, gosh, what if I did private lessons next summer from 10 to 3 p.m. every hour? I mean, for three months, 
That's a lot of cash too. Yeah. So. And a roommate for a season, for yep. a year. Yep. Knocks that principal down big time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say, John, if you had a ton of debts, no savings, I'd get out of that house ASAP. But you're not in that situation, so there's some more time to get some options and to get that income up. Thanks for the call, John. Don't move. More of the Ramsey Show coming up. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz this hour, and we're taking your calls about your money, your work, and your relationships. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. Abby joins us from our nation's capital. Abby, how can we help? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Well, um, we're excited to talk to you. My call. Yeah. What's going Hi. on? Uh, first, Ken, I just have to say, I took your Get Clear assessment recently when it was recommended by my therapist, and it gave me so much clarity, oh, uh, like with great. my career, and it described me perfectly. It was oh, wonderful. Well, so that's thank so you. great. Well, thanks for sharing that. Glad you're glad you're yeah. on your way. So how can we help you today? Yeah, so um, as of Saturday, I will be death-free, finally. Congratulations. Yes. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I put in my application for my debt-free screen, so Good. we'll see if I get down there. Oh, <laughs> Good to see I hope you. that I'm on the show that day. That'll be fun. Oh, that would be awesome. All right. So yes, great. Yeah. Good. So um, I'm getting ready to obviously get into baby step three, and my question is kind of twofold. Um, the first part is I know it's three to six months of expenses, and that's kind of a wide range, so I was hoping it, you guys could help me nail down like, if you think based on my situation, I can do more three or four or whatever. And then um, the second part is, like, when you're talking about the daily expense or monthly expenses, sorry, um, when I'm looking at my budget, like, what budget line should I be looking at in order to create that number, if that yep. makes sense? Yeah, it's a great question. So for the first one, are you are you single, married, kids? I'm single. Single, okay. And what kind of job do you have? Uh, I work for a school. I'm a program specialist at an elementary oh, school. Okay, great. Um, yeah. yeah, so in that case, you know, I, I, you could lean more three months, Abby. I mean, I, always when there's more things happening, aka kids, or if there's a job that maybe if you were, in, you know, if you were doing freelance and, you know, your income was very commission-based, like anything that has a ton of variables is where I start to lean more to the six-month side of the three to six months range. But where you mm-hmm. are single, um, very steady job, consistent income, you know what's coming in, you're able to plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I would be comfortable, yeah, with you more in the three three month range for sure. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. I just wanted to make yes, sure that my and I would say right, too. So. I mean, <laughs> whatever feels good to you, because for some people, they're like, okay. nope, I really want that like five months, or I just want to have that number because it feels great. Like whatever, 
makes you sleep at night and feel better. Okay, do sure. that. But I, from a mathematical life standpoint, you could totally do the three month and be great. And then the okay. other question you had, yeah, we get this one too a lot because it and this one ranges for people. Everyone kind of has a different opinion on it, depending on honestly probably your personality. So like for Winston and I, I just took our standard operating budget for what we spend, which included some luxury things, right? So subscriptions and mm. it includes us out going out to eat. It includes our date nights. It includes um, kids sports. Like it's it, it's basically our life basically month to month. And we use that number and did basically six months of that. Some other people said, okay. no, I'm going to do a bare bones budget that if something really happened and I lost a job, I didn't get income. I could cut a bunch of stuff and still be okay with my four walls and maybe a few other things. So their number was smaller. So it's what, again, wherever you're comfortable at that number um, is where you would go. So I, I liked to think if, if crap hit the fan and yeah. something happened, I still want to keep my life as consistent as possible if I can. I mean, right. obviously yeah. naturally you would probably pull back anyways, sure. but I just like to hurt. use that number for, yeah. yeah, for the math sake. Um, but for some people, Abby, yeah, they're like, Oh no, I, I, we would cut out, to, we would cut everything, which you may do anyways, but, and, and get a very, a smaller number um, for that to be your emergency fund. Yeah. Does that help? I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like, um, selfish of me to include like my entertainment budget and my gym membership like I wasn't sure if that was like oh you shouldn't include that stuff in what you would consider monthly expenses but I like what you said with like you would want your life to be as consistent as possible and again the truth is if something really bad happened you probably would cut some of that just as a person of you know (laughs) just as a human being to be like I will cut back naturally but I just like having that bigger number just because it's just that extra cushion I don't know yep yeah, and I rent right now, so I don't like I don't have any like something the hot water heater is going to go oh, or something like that. Yeah. It's really just my car, and if I was going to lose my job, like how would I pay? My yes, money? but yeah. I'm not yeah. losing my job anytime soon. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's great Good for you. Good job, Abby. Well Way done. Well so done. Fun. Thank you so much for calling. I love that call. Let's go to Ryan next, who joins us in Raleigh, North Carolina. Ryan, how can we help? Hey, Ken and Rachel. Thanks for having me. Um, I have a couple questions. Me and my wife are going to be building our first home soon by the end of the year. And we are considering doing a first lien HELOC instead of a traditional mortgage. Um, Why? You know, just wanted to, uh, because, you know, it would give us the ability to pay it down in, you know, five to seven years, maybe, if we can be aggressive and putting all of our finances towards it. And I just think it would be, you know, how would you do that? Walk me, th- that? walk me, walk me through that. So basically, and my dad kind of got me on this because he refinanced several of his properties that he had at 3% into, you know, he locked and uh, we would just be putting like all of our direct deposits towards the, you know, into the home's, value to uh, pay that down aggressively. But why do you need a first lien HELOC to do that? Um, well, you tell me, why would it, you, why would that not? Well, the first lien HELOC, I mean, a, a HELOC taking equity out of your home and borrowing against your house. The first uh-huh. lien HELOC, there's, I mean, I guess unless you put down a down payment that you're, you're taking the HELOC out of, out of, the front end, not the back end or so. I don't know. Let me just tell you this, Ryan. 
HELOCs to me equal risk. You're basically borrowing against your house. And if something were to happen, your guys are going to lose your house if you can't pay it. So in my opinion, well, I guess well, you could do that too with a mortgage. But like, mortgage though? No. Yeah. Well, wait a second. You're going to get a fixed mortgage versus a HELOC is a variable rate. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, absolutely. But uh but what? You know, if we're if we're able to put all of our money into the home, you know, cuz we have no if we're putting extra how, how much money do you guys have to put down on a mortgage? Uh or a building a mortgage, are you doing are you doing a building loan? Are you doing a, a construction loan? Construction loan, yep. But, and how uh, much how much will that be for? Uh 350,000 is going to be the full loan value but we okay. have a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars in cash and if so we yeah, yeah you're basically HELOC, borrowing against that ryan here's yeah. the deal ryan you don't even understand why you're doing it when i challenged you on it and said uh why wouldn't you just put all of your money into paying off the house through a traditional mortgage with the print what we have to the principal the, yeah towards the principal and you went uh i don't know why would i so i appreciate your dad's influence on your life he's a good dude uh, but you don't even understand it. You can't even explain it to me. So you could pay the house off in seven years, uh, then pay it off in seven years. I don't know why you need to borrow against yourself. It just seems like you're doing some crazy math gymnastics, or your dad is, and you don't even understand it. So the advice we give to people is 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 to put uh, is to put a big chunk down and a 15-year mortgage and pay it off after you've taken care of all the other debt. In your situation, you guys have no debt but the house, so put a big down payment down and pay it off in a 15-year mortgage, and you're going to be free, and you're not doing any gymnastics. But that's what we teach. But if you don't understand this other option that you're bringing to us, we would tell you don't do anything that you don't yeah. understand. Do you, do, you, do you understand the first lien HELOC versus a traditional HELOC, what the difference is? Uh, yeah, I mean, traditional, you're borrowing against your home's equity, but this first lien, we won't have a mortgage. So we'll be able to put, you know, all of our income into the house and how it operates is we're able to take, you know, equity out for, to pay our groceries. No, pay, no, yeah, you know, that's Ryan, a terrible idea. Ryan, no, no. What? You're no, because if you lose if you lose your if you lose your uh, job, Ryan, then it's like, oh my gosh, you can't pay for your living. You can pay for for nothing. It's like, and then you you're risking your own house at that point because you're borrowing against the equity, and then you and then it's not worth what it was worth. Yeah. So, it, it, it's a that's a messy game. I would not do that. Do not play that. But hey, that's our take. I think you're going to do what you want to do. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. Thrilled to have you with us. 888 825 
225 is the number to jump in. 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me this hour. Let's go to Preston, who joins us now in Dallas, Texas. Preston, how can we help? Hey, how's it going, Ken? Thank you, uh, thank you all for having me this morning. Sure. Uh, I, you know, I'm a uh, a married guy with three kids. Uh, we got a good income of about 185, 190,000 a year, uh, but it seems like we are hemorrhaging money through our miscellaneous uh, mm-hmm. budget item and our our uh, food item. Uh, you know, we've got one car loan. We've got about twelve thousand dollars left on that. I've got some medical debt. We had a, a child this year, so we've got about $6,000 there. And then we've got uh, just some student loans left over uh, that amount to about 4500 and then a mortgage that's about 200000 left. Uh, so total debt is about $222,000. Uh, we make, you know, one eighty five, one ninety, and it feels like at the end of the month we just have nothing left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really just kind of wanted to get some insight on what should a family spend, uh, you know, monthly in a miscellaneous item, uh, maybe in, in the food budget, but we are just spending pretty much what we earn. And, you know, we've gone up in salaries over the last five years tremendously. We've doubled what we make, but we're still spending everything we make. Yep. And so I cannot figure out how to get over that hump. Yeah, it's a, it's the classic lifestyle creep, right? It's just a little bit here and there. And over time, that starts to become your norm. And then you just add a little bit more, add a little bit more. And then you look up and you're exactly, yeah, what you're saying. Um, Preston, are you guys doing a very detailed budget? Very detailed. Uh, I am in accounting, which okay. is kind of ironic, but I'm not good at accounting for my own expen- expenses. Uh, but, you know, we we set a food budget of, let's say, 1500 to 2000 a month. And then you sit there and go, hey, we just spent $3,000 on food. Uh, and you sit there and go, how are we doing that? Well, uh, as, as George would, would like to not hear, we eat out all the dang time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, we got a new baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's just, let's go out to eat. It's easier. I know. And and we all know that that we're going to spend way more there than we do eating at home, but it's really just frustrating to be. Well, there's no, that's, what's hard about this Preston is with personal finance. We always say it's, it's. 80% 80% behavior, it's 20% head knowledge. So you have the head knowledge of the numbers down with the budget of here's what we're going to do. But then you guys are not living on the plan that you've created. You're going over $1,000 in food. You're throwing, you know, a few hundred bucks here or there throughout the month on all this other stuff. Um, and so when you when you realize that it's more of a discipline problem with you guys and the choices that you're making in everyday expenses it is. It's it's sucking the the life out of out of y'all. What I would do, Preston, I would challenge you guys to say, um, and, and you know, what, I, if you hold on the line, I'm going to give you uh, the premium version of every dollar because I think every dollar is one of the most helpful budgeting tools because it's going to be able to connect to your bank, and you're going to be able to really be able to see in the way they do the paycheck planning and everything. It's just it's a it's a really well easy thing to see, and your wife can have the same login, so you guys both have the app on your phone. And I would practice, Preston, acting like you guys make eighty. Okay. Act like you're ma- like you're making eighty grand, and do a budget off of that, and just see what see what happens. Say, okay, we then that means we have to way cut back here. That means these you know eighteen subscriptions we're paying for, we can't do that. Uh, that means maybe the kids that are doing the fun little gym classes every two days a week, they're not going to do that anymore. Like you will have to cut back. Because I want you to take that eighty grand, 
or more, quote unquote, I'm kind of just using a random number, but I want you paying off the student loan, the car loan. I mean, all these loans that you guys have besides your mortgage, you guys could get this knocked out so quickly. And what I love about this, we always just call it gazelle intense because it is deep sacrifice. You are running like your hair's on fire and it's like, it is scorched earth. It's like, we're doing nothing. We're doing nothing and we're cutting back. And so that means maybe even cutting back more than 80. I was just saying as a fun mathematical game on the budget, just look to see what you would cut, start there. And then I would trim back as as much as you guys can, Preston, because I want you guys to feel progress with your money and it feels like you're spinning your wheels. You got all this debt hanging around, you're living still paycheck to paycheck and there's been no progress. And so in order to get these wins, like there's some stuff in lifestyle that you will cut and it'll hurt, it will not be fun. And I know with a new baby, it's like you guys are all exhausted, I get it. But this is the time to do it, to buckle down and say it's now or never. It's for a short period of time because then when all that's gone, Preston, I mean, how much is going out in payments for this debt per month? Besides your mortgage, do you have that? How much is going out just to debt? I do. Uh, so for our medical debt, we actually, we've got a, uh, a high deductible insurance plan. So we've got an HSA that I've got that set up to, to wipe that out in the year uh, to where, you know, that doesn't hang around. So that's automatically off the top. And then we've got my wife's car loan. Uh, that we pay about 2500 a month on it. Holy uh, crap, so, I mean, what kind of car paying, is it? You're taking some chunks at this. Whoa. Oh, oh well, you're paying extra. Not, you're paying extra. Oh, okay. Payment's only 500 bucks. Okay, so okay, okay. About 2500. Okay. Uh, but you still think, I think we've got more in the budget, uh, but you know, we just once we get to the end of the month to to make an extra payment, uh, it's not there. And it's just super frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it's because you're living like you're making 190 and spending everything. So yeah, so let's, let's just look at this. What's, your, what's the smallest debt that you have? Uh, that'd be the, the, uh, the student loans. Uh, you know, we've got three of them for the Sally Mae loans, but they total about 4500 bucks. Okay, so instead of focusing on the $12,000 car loan, focus on the student loan yeah, and I'm, go ahead and just get that knocked so out. So what's the payment? What's the minimum payment on the student loan right now? The three of them together. If they're well, all bunched. And that's the bad deal is, Y'all know they're in forbearance, so we haven't even been paying on them. We've been just chunking at her her car loan, and I know that's not what baby step two is uh, for that gazelle intensity. Well, okay. We said, hey, Here's uh, the point I'm trying to make. Gonna, if you stay with this, if you stay with this, and you work this plan, you guys cut. First of all, you need to stop eating out. Like no more. Like you guys got to stop. You got to eat turkey sandwiches at night. Get do eggs and bacon for dinner. I mean, like you can do cheap meals right for a season. It's not forever. You're a you're an accountant. Your issue is not the numbers. The issue is the behavior. And if you guys try it for one month and go, you know what? We're all in. We're not going to eat out one time at all, just to see how much money you can save extra. And the point is, we knock out the student loans. Then we knock out the car payment. And all of a sudden, you've got more margin than you realize. Here's the: I know you're discouraged. But you've got more margin in that budget than you realize. But you've got to change your spending habits. And if you do that, and if, if we can get some extra income, we sell some stuff in this debt snowball, whatever we got, we can find margin pretty quickly. As, as detailed as you are, grasping the numbers, you and your wife have got to sit down and go, if we do this, and then we do this, and we do this like crazy for the next 6, 12 months, here's how much progress we'll make. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, this is doable. I think you're just discouraged yeah. right now. And Preston, with, with the, I'll add on that for Ken, because this is always helpful for me. Whenever we're doing a big goal, so whether for you it's getting out of debt or you know it's saving up for something, look at the time frame. Run the numbers, like what we're saying, and just know and say, okay, 
we are confident, you know, it's July right now. So we are confident, you know, by dang Christmas, we're going to be, we're going to do it from now till Christmas. Yeah. It's just, it's go time I mean, or whatever the, the date is, but have that date because that gives you the, the light at the end of the tunnel that you're not going to like live in this world forever and ever. Amen. You can actually enjoy what you're working, but you're not enjoying your money now because again, I think so much of it is this debt and so much of it is that lifestyle because once you guys pay this off, do you have any savings at all, Preston? Do you guys have cash in the bank? Yeah, we have some, but not enough to, to cover any of it. How much? We've got our emergency fund, just the starter emergency fund. Okay, so you got $1,000. That's where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you yeah. sell your wife's car? We get, we're running out of time, but I mean, you got to look at everything, man. Selling cars, everything, you know? You're going to reduce mm-hmm. your monthly payments and increase your income. So for you, my friend, I know you're an accountant, but there's a lot of gig work right now for accountants. I'd be working 60, 80 hours a week doing accounting work because you can get paid very well for freelance work. Income goes up, expenses go down. You guys can ask this out quick. Like, get after it. And then yeah. you'll see some breathing room, and then yes. you realize, okay, we can stay the course. Thanks for the call. You'll get there, Preston. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. Thrilled that you are with us this hour. Our scripture of the day comes from Hebrews 6, 11. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. Our quote today from Arnold Palmer. For some of you, Aww. you just think that's a beverage. It's a, he was a he golfer. He was a man, a great correct? golfer, one of the greatest golfers of all time. The road to success is always under construction. Love that. Yeah, feels like every road in America is as well. <laughs> well that's a separate issue. Uh, today's question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services to repair, maintain, or improve your home. Researching dozens of providers is a thing of the past. Neighborly is all you need to remember for a nationwide network of local home service pros. Visit neighborly.com to find help near you. And today's question comes from Sarah in New Mexico. What are some things that you do to make fun memories as a family without spending money or going really cheap? Ah, that's good. I actually have one after. Oh. I mean, you're the expert on all that stuff. but Go, Ken. What's yours? Well, I'm, so I've got teenagers now. Yes. And game night. <gasps> that was going to be mine. Ours is Jenga right now. Board games has been great. We introduced uh, the oldest, Ty. You know Ty. He's very cynical. And we kind of forced it. We're like, this is happening. Like, you can go out with your friends. Yes. But we're going to do this. And we taught him how to play Clue. The classic, you know, crime caper. Was it Colonel Mustard in the kitchen with the candlestick? And he just had the worst attitude about it. And about 20 minutes in, guess who was the most enthusiastic? It was Ty. So, you know, the classic board games is really fun. And that costs zero money. And again, I'm talking teenagers now, great memories. When oh, they yeah. were little, I will tell you, going to local and state parks, mm-hmm. feeding ducks, playground time, that costs you zero money. Yep. And as a parent, you're you're remembering all those things. So those are two that stick out to me. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I was going to say game night because my kids, they're old enough now to do like the memory game. Oh, love the memory Jingle, game. all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say that. I mean, we do stuff around our neighborhood. I'm like, if you know. We have a we have a pool and a community pool in our neighborhood. Uh, I don't know, everyone does, but for us, I'm like 
that's a night when you're paying the HOA fee for it, I guess. Yeah, you might but, as well. <laughs> right. But using that, we do we do a lot of walks. The girls will scooter, bike, mm-hmm. and uh, Charles is old enough now, no stroller. So we're just, we'll do, we'll do night walks. We'll do stuff in the driveway. I'll go to big lots and get just some like cheap summer stuff, sidewalk chalk, badminton stuff. I mean, like just really cheap things. And they love it. I'm like, yeah. so it, it's amazing. Um how much, and I'm sure, and I know the teenagers are the same way, Ken, how much they just want to be with you. Yeah. And and even this morning as I was like getting ready and coming here and Charles was like, mommy, look at me, look at me. And I realized I had been on my phone Uh-oh. doing stuff. And I was like, oh yeah. And so I'm like, they just want you. And yeah. so, yes, is Disney World fun? It's all like extravagant right. stuff. Sure, absolutely. But man, the the quality of time that your kids want you don't have to do a ton. Do a puzzle, like whatever yeah. it is. But it's it's amazing that they, they want that quality time. Here's a cheap one. All right. Uh, and this comes from the uh, lower middle class Coleman family. When we were growing up, my dad wouldn't buy the wet banana or the slip and slide, whatever it was called back then. So he went and got a big sheet. Tarp. Uh, like a tarp. Yeah. And we he just got the garden hose out. Oh, yeah. And that's in the backyard. One of the most fun memories I've ever had. We used to do it all the time. It cost you no money other than a little of the water bill. But it's a great memory, and everybody's slipping and falling. And if you oh, get, yeah. you know, the grandparents out there and they bust it, and the kids <laughs> love that. That's kind of fun. Got to be careful though; we don't want hip replacements. Yeah, so, we don't want medical expenses after so, this. So be careful. But uh, the old uh, homemade slip and slide, you know, that's always great fun. Garden hose and some cheap. Uh, yes, plastic. and I think just getting out and yeah, and doing stuff. We have friends, and they have kind of like a farm esque setup. And my kids would stay out in their backyard with their chicken coop, everything for hours really? hours love it they are you love doing it. the chicken coop uh there in the fancy no Brentwood? we're not okay. but i'm not against it yeah i i'm all, we have a big garden so i'm all for it i just want to get the eggs from somebody else i don't I want the mess in the backyard i know you know what my problem would be the rooster at five in the morning well, you don't have, to have the rooster i know you don't have to uh, but yeah. that's kind of traditional. You kind of want to do the whole well, thing, like don't you? Like a farm, you? no. You don't want to do the rooster? No. Just the layers. Just give us, yeah, just give me just the, the eggs. Chickens. I'm just going for the eggs. All right, I get it. I thought I would do the whole thing. You know, <laughs> you, you, I get it. I get it. You don't need the rooster. I understand. I'm going to get all kinds of comments about that. But but anyway, nonetheless, I think it's kind of uh, fun to have him walking around. It and, is true. I get it. Yeah, I get it. All right. Totally. I digress. Zach is on the line in Alberta, Canada. Zach, how can we help? Hey, guys, thanks so much for taking my call today. You bet. What's up? So um, I'm a heavy equipment operator for a commercial construction company that's had some really great steady growth, and uh, they pay me they pay me well um, to, to operate equipment. I kind of gross around eighty dollars to $85,000 a year working for these guys. Um, uh, and I just had a conversation here earlier, and, and basically they, they wanted to offer me uh, a foreman position promotion, which is a, a job I've done before, but, um, you know, it, it's great. It's just, there's a lot of added stress and time constraints surrounding your job versus operating the gear. Mm-hmm. Um, the second part to this question is I have a side hustle. That's kind of a passion slash hobby. I, uh, I build and repair guitars and, uh, you know, that that's really great. It kind of gives me an income around 500 to 1200, a month and I just continue to kind of circle and cycle that back into that hobby. So I can buy more tools, more equipment, that kind of stuff. And so I guess the question that I have today is, you know, if I go for this promotion, I'm going to get faster through baby step two. Um, 
but I'm going to take away from my side hustle, which is a passion. So I guess I'm kind of caught here because I, you know, my wife and I have been committed to the plan. We've paid $60,000 in consumer debt in the last 12 months. Nice. Um, so we're, we're pushing hard and we want to continue to push hard, but I guess we're kind of at a crossroads here where I, I might have to stop and hang up this, this side hustle that I love doing. How much, uh, oh. do you, how much debt do you guys have left? So we have twenty seven thousand dollars, twenty seven thousand five hundred and forty and change. No. Left. All right. So here's the deal. I can hear in your voice you do not want to be a foreman. Is this true? Yeah, I had a I had a real bad run um, okay. with the last time that I did it. Good. Um, no need so. to explain. No need to explain. You don't want to do it. I could tell. I could hear it all over you. And you really, really love this guitar side hustle. And the fact of the matter is, if you didn't keep pouring the money back into it for the tools and you did what you did to get to this point, you could get out of debt even faster. I'd stop investing in the guitar business and any money I made from the guitar business, I'd inv- I'd put it into the debt snowball and you can get out faster. I would say no to the promotion and, uh, and just tell them, you know what? I don't want to be in leadership. I didn't have a good experience before and I'm really happy operating the machinery. That's a good $80,000 base. That'll keep you stable and then eventually, if you build this side hustle up to where you're making 80000 you step into that. But I think the answer is no to being the foreman, and I would just stop reinvesting the guitar side hustle money. I'd put that in the debt snowball, and you're out of debt even faster. True? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. But hey, that's that what feel, I think I'm hearing. How do you feel? Does, yeah, did that feel like a, oh, that felt good when Ken said that and gave you permission to stay where you are? Yeah, it, it does feel good. I, I think that where where my brain goes is, you know, I, I was in, we'll call it two years ago when I was a foreman, um, and I was amassing all this consumer debt because my wife's a saint, and it wasn't her. It was definitely me. Um, and I just think back to how I had vowed to really put effort into dealing with this with this debt, but also not just, you know, giving up on growing, growing a dream on behalf of my on behalf of my kids because the economy is getting crazy. Zach, you're trying to talk yourself into that this is a good idea. I think you feel guilty for not taking a promotion. That's what I think. Yeah, I think but you should think that I do. But Zach, you're not you shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty at all. You've done the hard work. You don't owe your wife or anybody taking a job that you're gonna be miserable in just because you said you do everything you can. Go fix more guitars. Go get a side hustle over there if you want to do more, but don't take this promotion. You're going to end up regretting it, I promise. You're fine. You're going to be out of debt before you know it. Do exactly what I said before, and I think you're going to feel better, and you're going to have a better relationship. Everything's going to be better, my friend. You're going to be out of debt, so don't take this promotion. Rachel Cruz, great hour. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, Ken. As always, Austin, our fearless leader and the crew behind the glass, thank you all. And you, America, thanks for listening. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.